everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Let It Shine. I am so excited that the day for this episode drop has finally arrived. This conversation with Lisa Whittle has got to be one of my very favorites that I have recorded with all of the Illuminators. I'm telling you, entitlement. I had an epiphany about entitlement last year. You're going to hear Lisa and I talk about it. And it really deeply convicted me about just some practices and the way I was living my life. So if you're not ready to have your toes stepped on, um, maybe push pause, take a deep breath, (laughs) pray a little bit, and then go back in because this is a really good one. Um, Lisa has some great things to say. I'm so thankful for her. So thankful to have her as one of my illuminators this year and, of course, as a friend. So guys, will you do me a favor? If you are profoundly moved by this episode, if there is something in it that stirs something up in you, will you share it with a friend? I'm telling you, Let It Shine is growing. And when I had the idea to rebrand the podcast from Chatology to something new, I was nervous. I was a little bit scared. But the way that you guys have responded has really given me a lot of affirmation that I did the right thing. And so as you continue to share it, it just shows me this is exactly where you, the listener, want to go. You're just seeking growth. You want to grow. You want to be more like Jesus today than you were last year. And so we're doing that together. Here we go. Here's my conversation with Lisa Whittle. Lisa, I heard an interview actually with you and J.P. Pecluda. Mm. This was on your show, and you guys were talking about his book, but he mentioned this quote, and I've never forgotten it. Mm. The things that we complain about will show you where you're entitled. Mm. (laughs) Ouch. Yeah. For sure. So... Something happened recently, and I heard someone talking about entitlement. I always feel a little bit of conviction with it, for sure. Yeah. And so I know that if I do, most people probably are, too. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk about it today. I think this is something, maybe one of those acceptable sins Mm -hmm. that we struggle with as Christians that nobody really will ever call us out on, or maybe we don't even recognize in ourselves. Yeah. So I know you've written about this, Mm -hmm. and God knows. Yeah. So when I say entitlement, tell me what comes to your mind. I'm guilty. Mm. I mean, here's the thing. When you said it's one of the things we don't want to call each other out on, or maybe we're not even aware of it, I think it is the latter-ish. So for me, I, I when I think of entitlement, I think we don't we don't call it out in ourselves, mm. right? So we know that we are feeling entitlement or that we are entitled we just don't we just don't name it mm-hmm. right but we recognize it yeah that's why that quote resonates i think that quote would resonate with anybody yeah yeah the lord really dealt with me about entitlement it's so ugly i think that's why we really really mm. separate ourselves from it we mm. we that we just do not want to talk about this right but we need to talk about it. So I'm glad you brought it up. I mean, I'm sort of glad you brought it up. <laughs> like, but also not. Love, hate, right? But that's those are the things. Those yeah. are the things. Yeah, the Lord really showed me that I was dealing with a root of entitlement. Okay. In my life several what, years ago. Like, what were you experiencing? I'll tell you exactly what yes. I was experiencing. So 
um, and I did write about this in God Knows, because it was such a revelation to me of how it was affecting me. And I think that's when we feel the sting of it. Okay. It would be great, and I'm gonna get to I'm gonna get to how, but 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 let me just say this. It would be great if it was just God, I'm convicted of this, and I I know that I need to be better because I want to strengthen our relationship. But yeah. the truth is, what usually brings us to the point of, you know, repentance and change is our own discomfort mm. in it, is what it costs us. Yeah. And what it costs us is how it limits us. So, well, we can talk about that in a minute if you want to. Yeah. But the reason why I came to the place that God was able to show it to me was I was feeling frustrated in my ministry. Mm. And I was feeling like that I was being overlooked. Okay. So there were some yes. things that I wanted to be able to do, yes. right? Like I wanted to speak at a certain thing. Mm -hmm. I think that was one of the, the most prevalent feelings I was feeling. And so I thought, well, why, why not me? Yes. Why not me? I have yes. been doing this for a long time. Mm -hmm. Okay. So also, I hope everyone listening can handle my <laughs> ugly right now because this is this is the nitty gritty. Here okay? we go. Right. But this is also where people live. Mm -hmm. This is where we live. Who's Who else is ready to go after me? Because I'm going first. I'm going to go after you. Okay, Because good. as you're talking, I'm convicted about something. And I think that's this is the goal, right? This is, yeah. the, this is where we need to be as believers, mm -hmm. Angie, because... Everyone can relate to this because we've all had some of this. I don't care if it's in your work. I don't care if it's because you really long for a baby mm. or you really long to be married. We all long for mm. something, and we all feel these feelings of, why not me? Yeah, That's real. And I think as believers, we, we need to not be afraid of these conversations. Mm -hmm. So I was feeling like, you know, why— not me. I have been working for a long time. I've been serving the Lord. I feel like I've reached a certain place where I can handle this, God. Yeah. And ultimately, this is between you and God. And that's what he showed me. He showed me and really spoke to me. And it was this conversation of Lisa, I know how you're gifted. Mm -hmm. I know what you're capable of. Mm -hmm. And do you not think I know actually even more because you you know so many times we as people think well I, I I know what I can do God don't you know what I can do yeah. but the reality is is we we are very limited in in what we even know what we can do God has gifted us so we actually uh don't even have the foresight He's, or the insight to know what God right. all knows about what we can do like you can probably do much more than than you even think you can do because God knows what God you knows can what actually I can do. do. And it's probably much more, but you've limited yourself. So mm. in the context of limitations, Angie, I was actually beginning to limit myself because what happens when you have a root of entitlement is you begin to feel very bitter about things. Mm. You begin to, to be very small. Yes. And you begin to be angry. Yes. Because you're thinking, why didn't I get invited? Why didn't, why am I not I in this space? Been. I should have been. It, you don't, you may not think that it shows up, but people begin to sense that you are a bitter person. You mm. you can't hide it as much as you think you can. And so then that what is happens so is true. it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes. Then that person doesn't want to invite you in. And mm. then you become the person that they don't invite in. And yes. that you're you're 
So you're not invited to things. And so then you think, well, why not me? Again, it's this cycle. And so you can actually limit yourself by your spirit of entitlement. So the Lord began to show me all this. And he Mm -hmm. said, Lisa, you are suffering from a root of entitlement. Wow. You're not entitled to anything. You are invited in by me. Mm. And I think that was a real revelation for me, and it changed something in me. Now, do I still struggle sometimes mm-hmm. from this root of entitlement? Sure, because it's sin. Yeah. And so that has been my process. It just keeps coming back yeah. up. So I would say when I think of where I probably feel most entitled, it is in the area in my life where I have really gotten some education. Mm-hmm. I've gotten some experience. Yeah. And all of that has to do with music and the local church. Mm. I confessed this to a friend last night. I saw someone in our church doing something that I am good at. And I thought I can do that better. Am I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Right. But it, all of that, what you were saying about bitterness and the icky feeling. I had all of that. Mm -hmm. But I'm having these thoughts like, I could do that better. Maybe maybe I could like fill in sometime. Like Mm -hmm. this is where my brain goes. Right. And I, why am I thinking these thoughts? Like why do I even care? I have a new job. I have like a complete new trajectory in my life. God has opened this whole podcasting door for me. And I'm, I'm continually amazed at the opportunities I get. But that, because that's what I worked for for so long, and to see that door open for someone else, and also, hey, are we in, we're we're bordering jealousy here? Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Yes. And so I I just started thinking, what? Why am I even thinking about these things? And why do I need to be seen doing these things? Yeah. Like, why do I think I've got to prove to someone that I can do that? I have no idea. Yeah, it is. Uh... You know, it's this space of insecurity. There's also some arrogance, which, of course, yes. a lot of times those Call two it out. things. D- name it all. <laughs> well, I name it all because I've, I've recognized it in myself. Right, right. I, you know, you get to the point where you think, do I want to just keep this this hidden inside, right? I know mm. that this is what it is. Or do I want to name it so I can be set free? Yeah. And I think, you know, I, I've... I've seen God do amazing things through a spirit of openness and willingness in my life, mm-hmm. even when it was scary. And I don't want to live apart from that anymore. Yeah, I think when you live bottled up inside, and it's this word that keeps coming up in my mind, which is deserving, mm. right? So as even oh, as you're talking, yes. right, even as you're talking and you're thinking, I've had this education, I've, I've you know, I, I worked for it and I thought about myself too. You know, I, I've reached this place, whatever the place is, right? Mm-hmm. That, that I could be handling that stage or I could yes. be doing that. It's this thought of like, I deserve this. Yes. And there's an arrogance in that. Yes. Because the reality is, is when you think about it in the context of the kingdom of God, we all are at great privilege mm-hmm. to be able to use be able to be used by God. Yeah. And that's what it's really about. We think all of these things are about us and other people mm-hmm. because people are our context. Yes. You look up and you see people using their gifts in music and you see a person. Mm-hmm. And I might see that in the speaking or we see someone who gets married and we really want to be married. And so we look at people. Uh, of course, 
We're people, so we yes. see people. But we have to look at things in the context of the kingdom of God. (laughs) And I think that's what we miss Mm -hmm. because we're so, so Mm earth-focused. And rightfully so, in some ways, we're humans. We can't help it. But yet, at the same time, let's call ourselves up to a higher place because if we want to wallow in entitlement, we can. Listen— I, I don't try to boss people because I don't like to be bossed. You and I don't like to be bossed. Let's no, be honest don't. about we that. we don't. But what I do think is if we want to live that way, it's going to be very narrow. Mm. It's going to be very small. It's going to be very, um, honestly, hard. Yeah. I've, I have. Mm-hmm. And I just prefer to live the other way where I name it. I'm willing to look at it mm-hmm. and and allow God to work on me with it because I don't want to live limited by my own spirit of entitlement. Right. I want to live in a way that that I get opportunities to be used by God and will I still get bypassed? Yes. Mm. I will. Will I still not get opportunities that I think I could do well? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I have. Yes, you have. But guess what? God has also opened incredible doors for me. Yes. And I don't want to miss seeing those yes. because I'm looking over here. You know, so many times we do miss these incredible blessings that are all around us. We don't even see them because we're over here pining for this one over here. Yeah, we think we need that. Right? Yep. Yeah. So something you just said I, reminded me, I was listening to a podcast last week. And it was it was really about just having a clean house, like happiness hacks for cleaning your house. <laughs> I mean, it was nothing. Right. But the guest on the show said these words, and I would love to hear your reaction. Oh, boy. <laughs> you deserve clean laundry. <laughs> and I thought, do I? <laughs> do I deserve? I mean, let's talk about that word, deserve. I think that's a great sound bite. I yes. love that clickbait. But yes. the reality is, is that you don't deserve clean laundry unless you go and you take <laughs> your hiney in there and you clean that laundry. I mean, whatever. Right. This is the this is the this is the great, you know, inspirational memes of culture. Yes, right. Like right. you deserve this. Yes. But in reality, come on. I mean, Right. You got to work for what you You have to work for what (laughs) you want if it's clean laundry or whatever. But I do think that word deserve Mm -hmm. really plays into entitlement. Yeah. I mean, we begin to think, okay, I'm 30 years into my career. I mean, I'm not, but some people are. Yeah. I deserve to have whatever accolades. Exactly. Or I am, you know, as I mentioned, I have a master's in music. Mm -hmm. I deserve to do whatever on a stage. I deserve to sing with this kind of group, you know? And no, that's a spirit of entitlement. You know, I don't I don't mean to go dark and serious with us. Go there, but it's fine. It, you know, it honestly it makes me really um it makes me sad for folks who think that mm-hmm. because I think of people who are my spiritual heroes. Yeah who didn't deserve death, Mm. who didn't deserve to be martyred for their faith. But if you think about what is actually beautiful Mm. in the eyes of Christ, it is dying to self, to Mm. live, to gain. Yeah. And so 
That's the perspective, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I I think deserve could be one of those words that is sneaky, uh, dressed up super beautiful, but mm-hmm. is actually really an ugly word. Right. And so it really is. You know, I, I think I think it's no wonder that society, that secular society loves that word mm-hmm. because we are a right fighting people. Yeah. And that is the popular mantra of secular culture mm-hmm. in this moment in time. You preach that message, you will get a hundred million followers. Yeah, and it's about it's about like feeling better about yourself, of right? Of course. And there's and here's the interesting thing. I've I've said this a lot lately, but it's true. There are moments that that biblical Christian foundational faith will intersect with secular culture in some of the messaging, the the difference is the motive will be completely different. Mm. And so, you know, self-esteem is not a cultural idea, like Mm -hmm. good self-esteem. That is actually a biblical idea that we are supposed to have a beautiful um, core inner self Mm -hmm. because our our creation, our foundation is founded in Christ. Yeah. Well, culture will also preach that, but the ultimate end and goal, end goal, is self. Yes. So there's a difference there, right? Mm -hmm. So while culture, secular culture, will preach this idea of you deserve this, Mm -hmm. there's a whole lot of self in that. In fact, that's 100% self. It is. Where... Christian culture, Mm -hmm. Christian faith, let's say this, Mm -hmm. because it's not about culture, it's about our faith. Mm -hmm. That is going to say, you are dearly loved. Yeah. God loves you. And so we're 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 not talking about, oh, you know, be walked on. We're not talking about, oh, you know, don't let yourself all these things. We're talking about know that you're deeply loved in your spirit and walk in that confidence. As unto Christ. Yes. Big difference here. Amen. Yeah. That is so good. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Because we do need to realize, you know, I think entitlement is one of those things that we easily recognize in our children. Oh, yes. Good call. <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, we can, we see they're complaining, yeah. you know, and I can remember at my, talking to my kids when they were little, and of course, we live in Orlando. Okay, everybody, humble brag here. We live in Orlando. We go to Disney all the time. <laughs> and on the way to Disney, I would say to my kids, y'all, it's hot today. Nobody needs to complain mm-hmm. about how hot it is. Yeah. We all know it's hot. Yeah. Just take a deep breath. <laughs> yeah. Let's just not complain. Because that complaining really reveals, Mm -hmm. as JP said, Mm -hmm. where we feel entitled. Like, am I entitled Mm -hmm. to have cooler weather? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, we take what God gives. Yeah. And we appreciate it, and we welcome it into our lives, and we adjust to the uncomfortableness that we have to be confronted with at times. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, so true. I I love that we're talking about this, Angie, because I think— that we are so inclined these days to this self-focus that, you know, again, I, I'm I'm wanting us to understand that self-care, uh, mm-hmm. a, a healthy love of self, yeah. is actually biblical. Mm. We we just have this so skewed uh, 
mm-hmm. because we're confused. Yeah. We're confused by secular world that says love yourself so much mm-hmm. that now we've tried to overcompensate for that in our Christian world. And we've said, well, let's just not love ourselves at all. Mm. And that's just not biblical. Yeah, This entitlement piece comes with this skewed side of love yourself so much that all you can do is think about yourself mm-hmm. constantly. That's right. And we know that the result of that is actually misery. Mm. It's never happiness. That's right. It's never joy. It's never fulfillment. Mm. It is nothing but misery because all you do is sit around and think about what everyone else has, Yeah, what you want. Mm-hmm. You can never see the blessings, even if they were, they could hit you in the face <laughs> and you wouldn't see. And you say, That's oh, right. yes, but. Yeah. And that kind of life is not the life you want. So would you say, I mean, I'm just going to put this in real Christianese now, mm-hmm. counting your blessings is an antidote to entitlement? I think gratitude and counting your blessings is the antidote for almost everything. <laughs> That's so true. That's I really so do. Um, and I think entitlement would certainly fall in that. I think the, the antidote for entitlement would certainly fall in that. Mm. I mean, it would just be incredibly hard yeah. to be thinking, yes, but why don't I have that at the same time that you were singing praises Mm -hmm. and counting blessings. Yes, amen. Those two things would be real difficult to do at the same time. Yeah. You just couldn't do it probably. Years ago when we first moved to Orlando, you know, I think on the outside, everybody would have been like, I cannot believe her life. She gets to move to Orlando, Florida, get Disney passes, raise her kids at the happiest place on earth. And I was so unhappy because there were certain things in our situation that were not working out the way I thought they were going to work out. Mm. And I mean, I can, from huge, big things that were, that made me cry every day to small things like the fact that I didn't have a Sonic near me, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I knew when I moved from Texas to Orlando, I was giving up Tex-Mex. <laughs> I did not know I was giving up Sonic Happy Hour drinks. <laughs> mm, that little ice, that pellet ice. That ice, it every girl. Time. It's not the drink. It's the ice. It is. You and can buy that in bags now. You I know. know. I yeah. know. Well, but not at the time. Not, well, and I didn't have a Sonic. I don't. I still don't have a Sonic near me. Mm. But I complained about that Sonic issue. I'm telling you, people would ask me, how are you doing? How are you adjusting to Orlando? And I would say... Do you know, I don't have a Sonic near me. Mm. I don't have a Sonic within a 20-minute drive of me. (laughs) And the Lord convicted me about it. He said, shut your mouth. You are complaining about Sonic? Yeah. I need you to look around you at all I have done for you. And I do think that was a real lesson in gratitude for me. Yeah. Um, That's something very small. And here's what we're not saying. There are things to be grieved and sad about. Oh sure. For sure. Oh, there are sakes. things there there are things we are going to miss in our lives and we can miss them and feel that feeling. But the complaining about not having something a convenience or an opportunity or whatever, it really does reveal this this uh sense of entitlement. Oh, 100%. In our lives. So, do you have any encouragement for someone who's feeling really convicted right now? Mm. Yeah, I would I would tell him, don't push that away. Mm. Lean into it. Yeah. I have so many times pushed away the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And what happens is it 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 either 
goes away. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the conviction of the it Holy does. Spirit can go away. Um, or it doesn't go away. But I will say that, you know, the best place to be is in that space where the Lord convicts you and you respond to it mm. and you change because God loves us enough that he convicts us because he loves us, because he knows what's best for us is the life where we live in freedom. Yeah, And you can't live in freedom when you feel entitled. Mm. And I can just tell you from personal experience that when I am operating with the help of the Holy Spirit in this area, I'm a different person. I'm a better person. My relationships are better. My relationship with myself is better. Mm-hmm. I see things from a different lens. And I get to enjoy what God is doing in my life yeah. and the gifts that He's given me. And that is just the sweeter life. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Let It Shine is a production of LifeWay Podcast, executive produced by me, Angie Elkins, produced by Nikki Ogden. It's recorded at the LifeWay Podcast Studios and engineered by Donnie Gordon, edited by Robert Elkins, an original theme song arranged by Robert Elkins, the maestro himself, performed by Tiffany Casey, Abby Pierce, Ryan Walker, Jarian Felton, and Shauna Felton, art by Grace Morgan, and I'm your host, Angie Elkins. Meet me back here next week.